Are you full of health and wellness information yet struggling to implement into your daily life? Or do you have your health sorted out but struggling to integrate it with your other areas of your life? We've surveyed a number of Wellness Couch fans and recognize that this is the biggest challenge that most of you face in daily life. How do you turn your knowledge into action and a lifestyle? Enter the Wellness Breakthrough. For three days and two nights in February, eight of your Wellness Couch favorites are gathering in Melbourne for one incredible event, and we just have three spots left. Entry to the Wellness Breakthrough is by application only. To apply, simply go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. And apologies in advance if you apply and we're all sold out. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. The Real Food Real is a fresh and educational podcast dedicated to your health. We get real on current research, debunk food myths, and educate you on how to just eat real food. Your host, Steph Lowe, the natural nutritionist, is one of Australia's leading sports nutritionists, passionate about simplifying nutrition and addicted to coconut lattes, smoothies, and sweet potato. If you love the show, then please leave us a review on iTunes. Share the real food reel with your friends and continue to spread the real food love. Hi team and welcome back to The Real Food Real. Today on the show, I speak with Belinda Reynolds, dietitian with over 10 years experience in integrative medicine. Today, Belinda and I chat all things hormone balancing. Now, this may be directly mainly at the ladies, but there are plenty of health and wellness tips for everyone to benefit from. Hi, Belinda, and welcome to the show. Oh, hi. Thanks for having me. Great. So I'd love you to start for us um, with some information about yourself because it's your first time on the show. So share with us your story and certainly your time um, in the industry as a dietitian and nutritionist. Uh, sure. So I actually started out as a beauty therapist um, and also did some makeup artistry, but then moved into studying to be a dietitian. And throughout my studies and then after I'd, I'd sort of just graduated, I um, had had a lot of experience working alongside naturopaths and so started to be exposed to what the the field of complementary medicine really had to offer uh, and that really uh, took my interest and I sort of realised uh, how much more I could be doing, sort of going down the integrative medicine type route. And that's when I sought out employment in the industry. And um, over the years, my uh, knowledge level has grown and I've had uh, the pleasure of working alongside and uh, dealing with a huge number of different complementary medicine practitioners. I'm also blessed to be able to review research every single day as part of my job uh, as I work in an education department now to keep practitioners up to date with the newest research uh, in the integrative medicine field. So, um, and yeah, the more we learn, the more we realise we don't know, but also the more we understand just how important it is uh, to look at individuals as an as a whole um, more so than just an individual disease when we're treating them yeah very good a nice holistic approach mm. so we're talking about hormone balancing today and specifically um, PMS and the dietary and lifestyle factors that can be you know quite influential in terms of management or treatment mm-hmm. and just overall um I guess, the, the importance of looking at that hormonal role. So can you start for us, um, for the benefit of our listeners, just a definition of, of what that means to you? Uh, yeah, sure. So, I mean, there's a number of different types of PMS that people can experience, but generally they all tend to stem from the same uh, issues. So a lot of women may experience 
uh, mood changes throughout their menstrual cycle. They make a lot of pain. There can be uh, sugar cravings. Uh, there can be severe depression uh, that, that can occur. Uh, there can also be fluid retention, breast pain, skin breakouts. Uh, but generally, generally, a lot of it is stemming from uh, imbalances between our progesterone and estrogen. And a lot of that can stem from a poor diet, uh, a poor lifestyle, uh, an inability of the body to cope efficiently with stress, um, and generally certain nutritional imbalances as well. Okay, great. So let's start with um, the nutritional role. Can mm-hmm. you take us through perhaps the, the impact of certain foods and then certainly what uh, a nutritional approach for the management uh, would look like? Sure. So, I mean, first of all, it's really important that you do have a good diet. So there's definitely herbs and nutritional supplements that can be recommended, uh, which have uh, been proven in clinical trials to provide effect for women experiencing uh, significant symptoms during uh, their cycle. Uh, But if you don't have a good foundation of health provided by your diet, you're never going to get the real benefits that you're looking for. So the diet really is the first place to start. Um, It's really important to make sure that you're not consuming high amounts of sugar. Uh, A a large intake of alcohol as well can be really detrimental uh, to hormonal health because that can impact our liver functioning. But it's also alcohol is really inflammatory for our body. And we know that when there's high levels of inflammation, that can actually contribute to uh, high levels of estrogen and suppressed levels of progesterone, which can contribute to a variety of the different symptoms we know to be generally associated with um, premenstrual tension. Uh, In addition to that, alcohol really does deplete us of a lot of different nutrients, which are essential for our body to manufacture our hormones and also adapt to the changes in hormone levels that occur throughout the cycle. It's really important that we're consuming good amounts of the green leafy vegetables and cruciferous vegetables uh, as they provide really important compounds for maintaining normal, healthy uh, estrogen metabolism in our body Uh, because when we have estrogen, uh, there's a variety of different types uh, that are present in our body and they can be converted to undesirable types of estrogen that increase our risk of different uh, menstrual symptoms but also our risk of certain cancers. Um, But then you also have the more beneficial type of estrogens which are actually protective and really important for healthy fertility um, and protecting us from chronic diseases. So the compounds that are in cruciferous vegetables definitely support the body in shifting estrogen down pathways towards um, those types which are really useful for our health. Uh, In addition to that, of course, our vegetables and and also fruits contain uh, large amounts of uh, fibre which are really important uh, for our body as well. Uh, People may or may not be familiar with how vital it is to maintain a healthy balance of bacteria in our gut in order to effectively manage a variety of different systemic functions that are happening and that includes hormonal balance. So by eating lots of uh, cruciferous vegetables and and healthy fruits, uh, that provides fibre that all of our good bacteria actually feed off and via that process, uh, the bacteria actually provide a variety of different benefits um, for our body. 
So diet really does play uh, quite an important role and it's necessary too that not only are we avoiding alcohol to reduce inflammation in the body that but that we also consume a diet which is considered an anti-inflammatory one uh, research shows that if you have high levels of inflammation in your body because you're not consuming enough fruit and veggies and maybe you can consuming too many over processed uh, and refined grains uh, that you actually end up with a variety of different um, changes in your hormone levels. Um, but you're also more likely to experience the mood changes and the period pain and, and those types of issues that um, tend to be associated with the premenstrual periods. Yeah, excellent. So how do we go about, um, I guess, the recommendations for certain volume of of say nutrients or specific foods like we do often hear about cruciferous veggies which we know includes our our cauliflower and our brussels sprouts and our kale but how do we know how much we're supposed to eat so generally on average the the best recommendations to follow tend to be uh, aiming for five servings of vegetables and two servings of fruit per day um, so if we're looking at our leafy veggies um, one serving would be considered to be what would make up a cup uh, whereas uh, for your other vegetables such as, say, sweet potato, uh, one serving would be in, in half a cup. So uh, sticking to those guidelines tend to be a great idea and um, a good rule is always to think about eating the rainbow. So the more colours that you can have in your diet uh, coming from plants, not from Skittles, <laughs> um, is uh, really, really important because every different uh, nutrient and antioxidant and, uh, and anti-inflammatory compound that exist within our plant foods tend to have a different color. So the more different colors you have, the greater the variety of nutrients that you're consuming, which is uh, very important for our health. Yeah, excellent. And so it sounds like certainly the nutritional side is very much what we speak about here on The Real Food Reels, so anti-inflammatory, focusing on gut health and obviously the balance of good bacteria. Mm -hmm. um, so let's move on to supplements. So share with us what um, we can look at from a, like either a herbal or a supplement point of view to um, reduce symptoms or even just look at that overall hormonal balancing. Sure. So, I mean, Vitex Agnus Castus or Vitex, uh, which is it's often referred to, uh, is a really great herb, uh, which a lot of people do um, achieve benefit uh, from taking. So, the way it works is that it assists with helping balance out uh, specific levels of hormones in the body. And trials on that have shown that it it's really useful, particularly if there's significant breast pain uh, in the premenstrual periods, but also uh, significant mood changes as well. Um, and then also uh, acne, which may be experienced uh, during, the, during the cycle. So if you do suffer from the breast pain, the si significant mood changes and also the acne, Vitex can be something uh, which is worth considering. Um, Further to that, vitamin B6 has also been shown to be useful for the fluid retention that can be present but also the breast pain and, and again, the mood changes. Uh, vitamin B6 appears to, to help with the, the synthesis of different neurotransmitters and hormones in the body but also uh, tends to assist the body in adapting to the hormonal changes that are occurring throughout the month. Uh, vitamin B1 at doses of 100 milligrams a day uh, has been shown to be uh, beneficial in reducing pain 
And magnesium can be really good as well. So magnesium is known as the great relaxer. So it is essential for our muscles to relax efficiently. And if we're consuming a diet which is overprocessed, uh, where and also if we're under a great deal of stress, we're likely to be deficient in magnesium. So supplementing with that may reduce the pain felt uh, during uh, your period, but it can also assist with anxiety and, and mood type uh, issues related to the menstrual period as well. Um, probiotics can be of benefit if you do believe that or you're aware that you've consumed a, a diet which is lacking in fiber over the years or if you've had a history of antibiotic use or even uh, if you've been taking the contraceptive pill. All of these things can upset the, the balance of bacteria in our body and it can be worthwhile considering using a supplement or really focusing on consuming uh, some fermented foods and, again, those, those fiber-rich uh, plant foods yeah lovely and is there some sort of testing that you recommend for an individual to find out perhaps which they need or is it a matter of trial and error with these particular supplements um so you can do certain tests which look at your hormonal profiles uh if if you do go and see a complementary medicine practitioner they uh, could refer you for this test so there's a variety of different ones that you can do some look at the saliva some at the urine and they can uh sort of work to identify where there may be deficiencies or excesses. So a common uh, trait that you tend to see in women experiencing a lot of issues with their, their menstrual cycle is high progesterone and, and low estrogen or problems with healthy estrogen metabolism uh, and, and that can be identified through tests. Uh, often too, your practitioner may be able to get a good idea of what you're low and high in just based on a uh, looking at your symptoms, uh, possibly family history, your current diet and lifestyle. Those things tend to give a pretty good indication of what is going on. Uh, for example, if you had really, really heavy periods, that is often associated with high amounts of estrogen. Um, on the other hand, too, if you were under a lot of stress and you have been under a lot of stress over a long period of time, that has been known to deplete healthy levels of progesterone. So that may be a, a bit of an indication that your progesterone could be a bit low. So, um, yeah, there's a variety of different ways that you can uh, get a, a good idea of what it is that's actually happening in your body. Yeah, and I think that comes back to a message that we really try and encourage here on the show and it's just to, to work with an um, knowledgeable practitioner and, and get some support with developing both the nutritional and supplement plan because, you know, it, it is really wise to, to work with someone that's obviously got experience in the area but can recommend quality supplements and, and those that are, um, are basically an individualized prescription to, to, to the client or to the patient. Yeah, absolutely, because we're, we're all so different and no one case is going to be the same as the next. And, um, yeah, as, as you said, that personalised uh, approach is really important. We can't see that one person's done uh, X, Y, Z and that's helped them, therefore I'll do the exact same because it won't necessarily give you the same results. Yeah, absolutely. So let's move on to the lifestyle factors then. So I can see that stress is going to be a big topic here, but take us through what the lifestyle factors are that we can um, certainly control to um, help any symptoms we might be experiencing or prevent the development. 
Sure. So uh, the usual things are definitely a great thing to uh, a great place to start. So ensuring that you're uh, maintaining a certain level of physical activity that is really important and what really work to maintain a healthy weight where you can uh, when you have excess amounts of fat on the body uh, that actually puts you into what's considered a pro-inflammatory state so your body is in a heightened sense uh, a heightened state of inflammation when there is a lot of excess adipose tissue and that can actually contribute to uh, hormonal imbalances and can lead to estrogen pushing up a little bit and uh and that can contribute to a variety of different symptoms. So staying active uh, is really, really important. Uh, in addition to that, as you've mentioned, yeah, the, the management of stress is absolutely essential. Uh, a lot of people uh, that may be experiencing significant issues with uh, their menstrual symptoms, simply managing their stress more efficiently and cleaning up the diet can have such a profound influence on uh, their well-being so even look at things such as uh, yoga even meditation mindfulness gratitude practices all of those things can really help and they've been they've been shown in clinical trials to help with balancing out levels of of hormones and assist with our feeling of well-being sleep is essential as well uh, when we don't uh achieve the eight hours of sleep that we really need uh, that's also quite inflammatory for our body as well we really need that period of sleep to keep our hormone levels uh, going through their normal cyclic movements and we also need that sleep period for recovery and repair uh, and we need melatonin the sleep hormone sort of slash neurotransmitter uh, for its ability to uh, help with reducing levels of oxidative stress and inflammation uh, in our body. So uh, in addition to that too, I guess coming into the lifestyle thing again is that, that the dietary factors, we really need to make sure that uh, together with managing the stress that we're also staying active and, and cleaning up that diet. Yeah, absolutely. And what about the impact of exercise? So exercise is absolutely essential. It, it's been shown to pr uh, improve a variety of different um, uh, parameters, I guess, in, when we're looking at overall health. So in addition to its ability to assist with um, maintaining a healthy weight, uh, it also uh, can help with managing stress in itself. So regular uh, even light physical activity can help with bringing down levels of a hormone called cortisol, uh, which can actually interfere with uh, normal uh, hormone production. Uh, and further to that, it also has been shown to boost the mood, uh, so it can assist definitely with the mood changes that can occur uh, during the menstrual cycle. Yeah, very true. Now, we've spoken about being over fat and the impact of the, the, the pro-inflammatory fat cells, but what about, say, restrictive dieting or calorie counting or even cutting food groups? What, 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 what is the influence there? So generally, when if you're looking to cut out complete food groups, again, it is always important to go and speak to a, a qualified uh, practitioner so that they can help guide you through that to ensure that you're not missing out on any um, key food groups, uh, but also that you're not uh, going to develop any 
specific nutritional deficiencies because that can certainly lead to not only uh, issues with your menstrual cycle, but with for with um, can also lead to a variety of different chronic type issues and even just fatigue and and significant mood changes. So, uh, I mean, I guess it depends on the type of food group that people are looking to cut out. Um, So, yeah, it's definitely worth doing under the guidance of of a practitioner. I don't necessarily recommend incredibly uh, restrictive diets. Um, Definitely don't cut out fat altogether. I know a lot of uh, people in the past have had the idea that reducing uh, the intake of fat is the, the key way to lose weight when in fact essential fatty acids that are in our healthy uh, oily foods like avocado, uh, olive oil, coconut oil, uh, oily fish, the fats that are, that are found in there are actually anti-inflammatory and absolutely vital for our health. Uh, a lot of people are, are fearful of certain protein-containing foods as well, um, being uh, concerned about the, the calorie content of those when, in fact, those protein-containing foods are, are essential for maintaining our lean muscle mass, which actually support our metabolism on a daily basis. And, and those foods really help with our satiety and provide amino acids, uh, which are the building blocks for numerous different um, essential compounds like neurotransmitters and enzymes in our bodies. So it's it's definitely worth ensuring that you are having a, a balanced diet. If you are considering cutting out um, big food groups, definitely speak to someone uh, who understands things and can guide you correctly through that to avoid any uh, unnecessary deficiencies. Yeah, we're all very glad to see the back of the low-fat days, that's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> low-fat, high-sugar. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. So is there anything else you wanted to add there in terms of lifestyle interventions? Um, that would be the key things. I guess the other uh, recommendation that I tend to um, always give as well is that if you are experiencing something which is – impacting your quality of life so if you have severe pain or even if there's pain that you're experiencing during intercourse or if you have significant mood changes which are occurring uh during your um your cycle it can be worth seeking out the advice again of someone who's qualified and having it investigated a little bit further because uh you should never ignore warning signs like that. Uh, sometimes they can uh, be the symptom or the sign of something a little bit more, more serious going on and it's always worth just uh, checking that out. Uh, in regards to, to lifestyle and other aspects, uh, with looking at personal care products, uh, I always like to recommend looking to the organic options, um, particularly because uh, we do actually absorb a lot of chemicals from, say, tampons that we may be using, and it's definitely worth looking to organic options there. Uh, In our environment uh, and in our our food supply and in our personal care products, there are a lot of uh, compounds. A lot of people are familiar with something called BPA uh, that's often in clear plastic bottles. Uh, And what these do is actually mimic estrogen and so when you're constantly exposed to these things the body thinks that there's more estrogen there than there actually is and that can have uh, a lot of 
that can uh, cause certain symptoms, but it can also contribute to our risk of hormone-related diseases uh, down the track. So um, in addition to the dietary and lifestyle recommendations we've been talking about, I'd also uh, recommend avoiding the use of um, clear plastic bottles, um, microwaving in plastic containers and just checking uh, the labels on your personal care products and looking to, to go for the organic type products where you can. Yeah, it's great that you mentioned that. We've had a number of podcasts um, that have covered certainly personal care and um, and the decrease of um, our toxin exposure. So mm. it's lovely that everything comes together and we're looking at that holistic approach um, it does every angle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and actually, even on the lining of certain cans, like for canned food, um, avoiding consuming too much canned food is good because there can be BPA in the lining of the can. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, ab- absolutely, you do need to look at that holistic approach for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, there's been some great tips there. Um, did you want to summarize for us? Um, just, I guess, maybe think about where someone might start if they're thinking that they're. Um, their, what they're experiencing is not normal. I think it's important to point out that, um, you know, having the, the, the significant symptoms, certainly pain or mood changes, it's not normal and it does, it does um, need to be investigated and, and treated. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, that would be the first recommendation. Make sure you're getting something checked out if it is really impacting your quality of life. And, um Believe that it doesn't have to be something that you experience every month. There is things that you definitely can do. And the first place to always start is with the diet. So look to remove any over-processed, refined foods, things that are high in sugar, avoid excess caffeine, and really try and just increase the levels of those vegetables and fruits. So that five servings of vegetables, two servings of fruit, aim to uh, consume lots of different colours, add in protein sources to your meals, consume lots of essential fatty acids through things like the avocado, the oily fish, the nuts and seeds, look at using coconut oil. Uh, Certainly look to carry out uh, some stress-relieving practices throughout the day, whether that be just starting with a couple of minutes of meditation or mindfulness during the day, Um, again, yoga, physical activity, something that you enjoy that helps to relieve stress is really important. Uh, Really aim and focus on trying to achieve sufficient amounts of sleep throughout the night. And then if you're wanting to add something in additional to that, consider some of the herbs like Vitex, which are known to assist in balancing out our hormone levels and consider those B vitamins like vitamin B6, B1, um, magnesium, uh, and also some of the the probiotics to to help maintain uh, that overall balance in the body. Yeah, beautiful. Great summary. Now, you've got a Facebook page that we can direct our listeners to to find out more or to perhaps contact you if if they wish? Sure. It's uh, Belinda Reynolds Nutrition and Wellness. Great. On Facebook, yes. Beautiful. So we'll pop that in the show notes for those wanting to get in touch. Um, And thanks so much for your time on the show today. It's been great to chat and I'm sure we'll have you on again soon. It's a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Take care. You too. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this Wellness Catch podcast brought to you by Audible. Do you find that you just don't have time to read all the awesome books that you hear mentioned on the Wellness Couch? Well, Audible might just have the answer. Audible is offering the Wellness Couch listeners a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can get books like Eat Right for Your Blood Type, Why We Get Fat by Gary Torps, Paleo Diet for Athletes, 
or even the success principles by Jack Canfield. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch for your free audiobook. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.